What is going on, everybody? Welcome to another episode of the High Performance Producers Podcast, where today we are going to be talking about how to fit learning into a busy schedule. Um, so for a lot of us producers out there, we were, we are or we were either full-time students or um, we had full-time jobs where we were trying to, to maximize our learning as much as possible that can help benefit our, our careers as musicians and artists. And so for me, one of the first things I do in the morning is start my day off with a gratitude list, just, uh, just setting, setting that intention of, of being grateful, um, which just gets me in a good headspace. But what I follow that up with is a review of one of Stephen Pressfield's books. And so I go through, um, every single morning I, I read Stephen Pressfield and that includes, um, I cycle through the war of art, turning pro the artist journey, do the work, and his new book, um, Put Your Ass Where Your Heart Wants to Be. And so for right now, I am on the artist journey, and I just keep it right in my studio desk, um, and I, I'm, at, I'm at the highlighting pass, so I like to read books one time through without highlighting or taking any notes, and then I like to go through and highlight, and then the next round, I actually throw in notes in, if, with, with my highlights, but I do that literally every morning. So um, it, it's pretty, it, it's a pretty religious experience. And if you've listened to this podcast, you've undoubtedly heard me talk about Pressfield and um, Pressfield's work has truly changed my life. So treating it almost like a religious script every single morning has just reinforced uh, all of the ideas and principles that Stephen Pressfield has put forward. And in regards to reinforcement, um, I, I, I hadn't necessarily even thought about that from that educational concept until um, Jared was, was sharing his perspective on on why that that process is such an impactful moment for my morning routine. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so like Cody said, I, I really think about my morning routine in a similar way where I'm looking at very familiar material to me in terms of usually some sort of book or a text, uh, an article, something like that. And a lot of times what I'm doing is reviewing this familiar material because it doesn't take a lot of work to get the ball rolling. You already know what's coming. It's not something that's new. You're not like anxious about it. It's very easy to just start to pick it up and you know what you're going to start reading. And you know that it's going to give you some sort of usually a positive message to start your day and ideally get you going in the right direction. And another thing that this does is the more times that you go through this same familiar text, whatever it is for yourself that you're studying, the more times you, for example, in a, if you had a grass field and you were trying to take a tractor through it or maybe just water making a passage through the field, the more times the tractor goes through that field, at the beginning it might just look like a green pasture, but the more times it runs its tires through the field, it'll start to dig out certain ruts in that field and it'll carve out a path. And after a while, instead of just having this green pasture, you'll probably see two distinct wheel marks going through the field in the same rut that this tractor has traveled every single day. Or if water, in another case, is traveling through the field, it'll kind of carve out its own little rut and its own little pathway in which it'll take. And the more and more water that comes through that pathway, the deeper and deeper that rut gets carved. Or again, the tractor example, the more it runs over that field, the deeper the rut gets carved. And this is similar to reviewing or studying the same books you're looking at the same articles, the same text, it's that you're digging these same neural pathways and making them even deeper for yourself or these learning pathways so that every single time you pull out that text 
and you read those highlighted passages, you're starting to reinforce that material and reinforce that habit of actually learning new, learning the material, not necessarily new material in this case, but you're just getting yourself started and getting the ball rolling to make sure you're reinforcing, again, this habit of the rut that you carved or the uh, pathway that you carved in your brain. So this way, when you go to learn something else or you have to apply that same sort of uh, learning pathway to another activity that you might uh, come across during your day, something on your to-do list, for example, you can then use that and you already have it warmed up, for example. It's not like trying to sit at the back. If you're going to the gym and just do uh, your max rep bench press, your max squat right away, like you don't want to go into learning a new activity or go into your work day just like instantaneously and shock the system. If you tried to go and squat 300 pounds, like for me, I'd break my back. You know, like I, I can't do that right away. But I mean, if you gave me like a little bit of time to warm up, like I, I could probably do it. And it's the same way with learning in this case. A lot of times in the morning, if you don't warm yourself up to learning or if you don't warm yourself up to the work that you're doing, you're going to stress yourself out so much that you break your attention span and fatigue right at the beginning of the day. And then it literally will ruin your energy and you carry that on through the rest of the day. So ideally, like similar to what Cody was saying, is review something such as a book like Turning Pro, or in my case, I, I like to review things like uh, a book by Naval Ravikant, as well as uh, Marcus Aurelius Meditations. And another thing that I do a lot of times is I'll review notes that I took the day before or things that I highlighted in a book the day before um, that I had read. And I'll get to this later where we talk about our, the, the night part of this. Um, and making sure, again, that I'm using these same learning pathways and reinforcing the material. And this is just the first way that we can do this. Again, these morning meditations, if, if we want to call them that, generally speaking. But another place that you could put this in your day is at lunchtime. So usually people get anywhere from 30 minutes to an hour for lunch. Or if you're sitting and working at home, you might just be sitting and eating lunch while you're working. But ideally speaking, when you get that little break time, Instead of just consuming kind of mindless content, which is what a lot of us tend to do when we get a, a second or a little break in the day, we'll try to just fit in as much stuff as we can possibly consume. When you get a second alone, you might pull out your phone and just start trying to scroll because the way that I think about it is we have such easy access to these apps. They're just a tap away now, whereas before there's a lot more friction. You had to actually maybe enter a passcode instead of just having to use your fingerprint or whatever it is, you know, and what what happens is you start to, again, decrease your attention span and you start to then fatigue throughout the day. So what I would say is use these 30-minute spans that you have at lunch instead of just trying to consume, similar to what you do in those other little free time that you get where you're just trying to consume short things that are in your feed usually, um, little one-minute reels or maybe a YouTube short or a TikTok or whatever it happens to be. If you say, I'm just going to use the hour lunch as a reference, and you watch 60-second um, reels, you could technically watch 60 different reels in that hour. And what would then happen is your brain had to context switch through 60 different ideas, typically through 60 different um, like background environments from all of those different uh, Instagram reels that you just saw or whatever short-form content you're viewing. And it's really hard for you to actually then attend to anything, any task that is longer than that 60-second span. You've just trained your brain for the last, again, 60 minutes in this case, to only be attentive to things that are 60 seconds. So when the task comes up after lunch, 
that's a little bit bigger than, than your usual task or something that's, again, longer than this one-minute period, you're not going to be able to do it. And so by doing something called uh, watching long-format lunch, which we, we refer to it as, it's watching something that's at least 30 minutes long or reading an article that's a little bit longer form or maybe reading a full chapter in your book or technically, again, whatever you have the time for in that lunch span period, as opposed to trying to, again, shove in random information from your feed, try to use that time wisely and figure out what can I actually learn in this time period? What's something that's contextual to what I'm trying to apply with myself, whether it be maybe a new marketing principle, maybe a new production technique, maybe just a new learning habit that, that you have, such as watching this podcast. But you could be taking your time to concentrate, again, by, uh, by watching long-form content, you're taking your time to concentrate on one thing rather than spreading it over onto many things. So let's just say, again, if you watched an hour-long podcast or something like that, you could, instead of watching 61-minute reels, you would then be able to, it would be a lot easier for you to attend to a longer task when that time comes after lunch and you're hit with the next thing that, you, that your boss wants you to do, or maybe you need to sit and actually start producing music when you get home from work, you're going to be so fatigued at that point because you're used to only doing things in a minute. And you can't produce an entire track in a minute. That's impossible. <laughs> so maybe once you get your drums down, you, you pull out your phone and you get distracted and you never finish the track, or maybe you get the loop going, and then you, you see some other shiny object and you start, getting, you start chasing that instead. And there's this big problem, again, with losing that concentration losing the reinforcement of the learning that you had started from the morning process. And you want to continue that ball that's rolling from the morning and continue the momentum that you have in your day to reinforce the learning pathways. But I know, again, I was speaking about short form versus long form content in terms of not multitasking and context switching in that way. But I know there's a, a slightly different way that Cody uses to multitask while still consuming long form content that's really useful for him. Yeah, and and Jared, I I I loved I I love discussing this this tactic because uh, the context switching point that you brought up is, uh, it, it's such an eye opening fact of of how we're training those neurological pathways with, um, if you're consuming a one minute reel for, for um. If you're consuming reels for an entire 60-minute period, the amount of context switching is absolutely insane. Um, but when we were first discussing this this tactic, um, I, I was thinking about it from from multitasking, multitask learning, not from the sense that you are learning um, multiple things simultaneously, but you're actually performing what I would call a relatively mundane task while learning. And so for for me. In in a pre when I when I still had my full time job and when I was a full time student, sometimes that that lunch hour that I had in the afternoon I had to use for working out, and uh, so now even when I'm running, when I'm when I'm running, I I like to either review albums from individuals in my in my network, or I like to listen to educational podcasts, or even I listening to um, electronic mixes where I'm actually studying the transitions and, and the, the story arc of the electronic mix, trying to learn while I'm running. I, I don't necessarily have to intentionally think about every step that I'm taking. I've run enough miles that, uh, the running process for me is, is I, I get to go out there and essentially be on cruise control. But what I get to do is I, I still pursue my life as a, as a full-time musician. I get to continuously learn. Like it's, it's not just an hour of running. 
but it's an hour of learning while I run. And I believe that same tactic applies to um, somebody, let's say you're at the office, you're going, you, you have an hour long break for lunch, you drive 15 minutes home, you can throw on an educational podcast for that drive, you get home, you have 30 minutes to cook, you have 30 minutes to put together your lunch and eat. Boom. Okay. That's another 30 minutes of listening to an educational podcast. And then you have another 15 minute drive back to the office and you could fit an entire 60 minute long form episode centered around learning into your lunch hour. Um, but I also like to, even if you're just cleaning, clean, cleaning over your lunch hour, let's say you work from home, you eat a quick snack, you want to get some laundry done. Well, you can throw on your headphones and you can put on, um, an educational podcast. So I, I like to think of, of that multitask learning from, um, it's, it's almost similar to habit stacking. It's like, it's, it's, it's task stacking, um, learning what, or if you're, if you have a, like how many people go for a drive and, and listen to either a, a hilarious podcast, which sometimes you do need entertainment in your life, or you could fill that, that one hour drive or that two hour drive with, with a piece of educational content. But, um, that's that's the way that I was thinking about it, but I there's definitely two different ways, and and obviously this is this pertains to whatever your schedule allows, and like what does your lunch hour, your afternoon schedule look like? Exactly, I think that's a super important point to make. That it depends what your time you actually have available, and I also really like the way that you put it in terms of using that in between time that you have for stuff, especially in the car in specifics. I always would just like either listen to the radio or just put my music on shuffle or whatever it happens to be. But when you start to actually sit down and, like you said, listen to a good podcast or educate yourself, it starts to become a lot. You can compress the amount of time that it takes to learn a new subject in just a couple car rides rather than trying mm-hmm. to be like strenuously learning the task after work. It's a lot more, it doesn't have as much friction involved with it when you're doing, you're doing it in a way like that where you're kind of almost partnering it with something that you enjoy, like running especially or maybe exercising in any way that you, you do. I know there's, yeah. I was gonna say, I know there's one last thing that, that we both dis- discussed that is really important for us in, in terms of a way that we fit learning into our schedule, and it's trying to find time before bed, and we both have a slightly different way that we go about this, but trying to make sure that we get in one last little learning session, usually right before bed or as close to bed as possible, and I know one part about that that's discussed a lot is this blue light that you get from screens and this idea of technology versus actual tech and against screens being the technology and text being things like an actual book or a newspaper even or just a magazine, something that's written form or even using a Kindle nowadays and stuff like that. But I know that, again, Cody has a slightly different routine than, than I do. And I'll, I'll pass it over to him first to tell you guys how he goes about his... Uh, books before bed, so to speak. Yeah. Well, and Jared, I love that text first, uh, first tech idea. And this is admittedly an area of improvement that's kind of been on my list for a while, um, and is still on my list, but, uh, ideally to finish off a very productive day as optimally as possible, it would be reading before bed. Um, but it's also uh, currently in, in what, what this time has been used for in the past, and I still do it is is my my fiance and I we um, 
we we either watch a movie or we watch a show and like that's our downtime to to relax together and it, it would be the most optimal aspect would be for both of us to to grab our books and to and to read before bed and um, I'll see if I can convince her to to do that at some point so that this is an area of of growth for me and um, probably probably before the end of the year I'll try to set out 30 days and make it a month challenge for for my my lady and I to to do that and to see if that improves our lives or if we enjoy the the downtime of, of joking and, and watching watching something uh, funny together but um, once again admittedly an area of growth where I would like to to finish off my day as optimally as possible and Jared you had mentioned the the blue light and and I'm certainly not an expert on what blue light is or how it affects your sleep, but I am fortunate enough that with my early morning schedule and with how hard I work throughout the day, I can typically pass out as soon as my head hits the pillow. <laughs> I I have a I have a pretty solid on off switch where I wake up in the morning, I go, and when I go to bed at night, I'm I'm done. So I I've never noticed uh, a significant difference in uh, blue light necessarily keeping me up, but I also haven't run an in depth study. So maybe maybe during that month. Uh, a month when I convince my lady to to read books before bed, um, maybe I can study it and see see if there is a significant improvement to be made. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like, I think I'm in the same boat as you there. Where I've I've actually tried the blue light glasses before just to see because mm. I do have a little bit of trouble sleeping, but I don't think it's from screens to be honest. So I was like, oh, let me let me test this out though because I do use screens somewhat before bed. I, I would say I don't think it really made much of a difference, to be honest. Mm. I feel like a lot of it is, um, in my opinion, like placebo and or there's not a lot of hard study or research or published uh, medical journals about uh, it having huge impacts. Like like, like where it's really, uh, for some people it does though. I, I don't want to negate that whatsoever because mm-hmm. it is definitely useful. Um, but I think it's like saying that you can run faster by wearing these shoes versus the next one. Yeah. Uh, it's it's like getting us a one percent better versus maybe if you're running with a hundred pound backpack on maybe try to take the hundred pound backpack off first before <laughs> trying to put on a new pair of shoes to run faster you know <laughs> yeah it'll make a bigger difference but yeah and then the other thing I just wanted to mention that you said is like you're like a the bad habit of watching stuff before bed and trying to balance it out and I think it's a Definitely a harder topic to judge where it's like Netflix and chill or read a book. Uh, what, yeah. what, what, what do you think is going to win that one? You know, yep. it's a, it's a, for, for, for myself, I don't, I, don't, uh, I don't get both options. So I'm usually just on the book option. I don't get the next Netflix and chill option too often. But uh, so for, for me, I, I definitely read a lot before bed. I usually have a, a new book. And this is typically when I consume a lot of new material. Other than, again, at lunch when I'm consuming the long form content. In terms of books, I'll usually consume new books at night um, and usually try to read at most, most it's for 30 minutes, sometimes longer if I'm really into the book. Um, usually it's about a chapter long that'll equate to for, for the most part. The one thing I will say is if uh, I'm not really feeling like reading, I'm not having a great day, I don't really want to read the book that day, I'll still try to make sure that I read at least one page. And it sounds kind of silly. You're like, like, what the heck are you going to do with one page? You probably won't even remember it tomorrow. And honestly, 90% of the time I don't, and I have to reread the page. But it's just like the fact that you're keeping the ball rolling and keeping the momentum. But back to the points before, you're reinforcing this habit of even if it's for one page, even if it's for one minute, whatever it happens to be, you know that it's like part of your routine and that you'll consistently do it. 
Um, the other thing that I want to say is that I like to read new books before bed. And I know sometimes people say everyone is different. So some people don't like to take a new material before bed because then it starts to kind of stir up their mind and make them think about other stuff. But for me in particular, what I like to do is actually sleep on topics and try to think in my sleep, as weird as that sounds. I'll try to, mm. um, as I'm falling uh, away, the technique that I like to use to fall asleep, uh, going back to before, a lot of times I'll have trouble actually falling to asleep as well as like staying asleep a lot of nights. But to fall asleep, one technique that I, that I use is actually through learning before bed. And it's trying to kind of wrestle with the topics in my mind to keep my mind going until I drift off. And so I'll think through an idea. And what I'll try to do is almost as I'm thinking through the idea, if I find a point that, I, that is um, useful to me as I'm thinking in my head, I then make it a challenge to try to remember that idea when I wake up in the morning because obviously a lot of times you don't remember the idea and that these things happen. You have to just accept it. It's like part of this weird process. But what I'll do is I'll try to then, if I get a good idea in my sleep, or technically falling asleep, not while I'm asleep, I will try to create some sort of anchor point in my head towards that particular idea. So an example of this might be uh, um, um, a marketing idea and how to maybe create a specific uh, like customer, like an engagement process for people and making sure that I um, am like able to like make a certain connection with them. And I'll think about that right before bed and I'll go like, oh, like I, I, I could do X, Y, Z or I could use like this specific system that I just like read about or like maybe you think about something for your schedule and you're like, oh man, like I could put this here, here and here and here. But then you're like, like I'm not going to get up to write this stuff down, you know? And so again, you just, in my head, I try to technically, I think about it as I'm dropping an anchor so that I can like pull the anchor up in the morning for myself and just re regather the strings that I've like kind of like a chasing crumbs as a, as a mouse, you know, mm -hmm. if you put enough crumbs out, you'll figure out the path back to the same thought. And that is getting a little off topic, but that's from like a first principles perspective where if you can derive new ideas from original thought, you'll be able to kind of pull more ideas from those original ideas. Uh, so now getting back to the learning perspective, and that's kind of why I mentioned it, first principles has a lot to do with how to learn well, but in terms of uh, studying and making sure that you keep these, uh, you, the memory of what you learn, you want to try to retain it for as long as possible. A lot of times, especially when I was younger, I would study for a test. Maybe you learn material in class, and you'd say, oh, yeah, like, I'm going to remember that or whatnot. And you get to, like, the last day right before, and you start cramming for the exam. And you're like, I don't remember any of this. Like, none of, <laughs> none of this material in my notes is familiar. This is, like, hieroglyphics. Where did this come from? I don't even remember writing this. It's like, what? Or it could be, like, nowadays, like, you you open up a track in Ableton. And you're like, dude, I don't remember what key I made this in. Do I got to, like, reread through my MIDI? Like, do I got to, like, I don't remember making this drum pattern. Did I put percussion on this? Et cetera, et cetera. And... What you want to do, another way in terms of going back to the books before bed or just this making sure that you kind of study before bed, um, the way that this study session relates to the other two is that if you can learn a piece of new material before bed, again, in my case, I like to learn this new material, I can then wake up in the morning and use that morning or my afternoon session to then reinforce the learning. And what this does is instead of having these huge bouts where you've taking the notes on the material again, going back to the school example, and then you wait a week or two weeks and you look at the notes and they look like they're foreign to you because you don't remember any of that stuff. If you instead 
took the notes and then the same day reviewed the notes, or again, in this case, maybe you slept on it and then reviewed them in the morning after you woke up, they're going to look a lot more familiar. They're pretty fresh in your brain. Going back to the pathways from before, if you ran the tractor over the field, the pathway is still pretty fresh. Like the grass hasn't been able to grow back. I mean, in a week, some of the grass could probably start growing back and that, that rut starts to cave in on itself already. But if you consistently beat at that pathway, let's just say every morning or every afternoon or every single time, at least once you reinforce the thing that you learned, you'll start to have a lot better memory retention with those new things that you're learning. And again, this is how this, for me in particular, the way that I relate this ending new material session to another session, which is in the morning, reinforcing that material as a familiar piece that I've now learned. Because again, I, I reviewed it the night before. So for me, uh, it's kind of a, a roundabout way to make sure that I actually use the time wisely throughout the day, not only in that last session, to actually keep studying and fill these busy parts in our schedule to make sure that we find, even if we have a busy schedule, sorry, that we can still fill it in and find time, like Cody said, in the tasks in between, or maybe through something in your morning meditations. Again, just from a macro perspective, the meditation being, could be a literal meditation, but it could also be looking through a text, reading through something you highlighted, reinforcing a familiar piece of knowledge that you already have. Another place in your day that we talked about that you can make sure to learn is long format lunch. And this is consuming something slightly bigger, or again, it could be a familiar piece like we were talking about earlier that is a bigger piece, but uh, usually a 30 minute or 60 minute, or again, what your schedule allows you in particular on your lunchtime, or maybe it could be driving to and from work or things of that nature, driving in between jobs, in between things like that. And the last thing that we just kind of covered was making sure that you have some sort of knowledge intake before bed, whether that be, again, reading a book, whether it's new or whether it's something that's it could be familiar if that's the, the style that you like to do and flip it and then do new things in the morning. Again, everyone has their own preference. But what we would suggest is trying to make sure that you hit at least these three different styles of learning and that we've given you three different places in your day where they're fit to learn. And again, mix and match them as you please. They're kind of just puzzle pieces, but do what fits for you and what what's comfortable to your particular schedule. And with that, that's going to conclude this episode. Hope that you guys enjoyed it and were able to take something away from it. Definitely send us a message or leave us a comment below, depending on what platform this is on. And hopefully you were able to take something from it and learn a new way to learn and a way to fit learning into your busy schedule. And with that, peace out. Peace.